Hello and welcome to the HFL show with me, Ian Ald, brought to you by Highland Football Weekly. A short-end episode of the HFL show this week. Man flu has struck, uh, well I hope it's man flu anyway, it's affected my ability to um, basically function for the last couple of days. So only one uh, guest this week on the HFL show, a man that uh, I caught up with at the start of the week is the new manager of Forest Mechanics, Gordy Connolly. But before that, let's uh, run through the weekend's action. Of course, it was League Cup duty for clubs last weekend, or some clubs last weekend. No big surprises in the first round. Bucky Thistle cruising through at home to Nairn County by three goals to nil. Clacker through to the next round after uh, they beat uh, Strathspey Thistle by a goal to nil. Rothes winners at Devon Vale. Brecon City putting five past for Martin United. And that was tie of the round for me. A difficult one to call. Brecon City uh, home and host winning 5-0 at North Lodge Park. Forest Mechanics and Charlie Rowley's last game in charge were 2-1 winners against Tariff United. Left it late as well to get the win there in Charlie's last game. Locos winners at home to Huntley. And there was away wins for Fraserburgh at Keith and Brora in the North Derby by three goals to nil. So last week on the podcast, we spoke to the departing CanCan's boss, Charlie Rowley. This week on the podcast, we're speaking to the new manager at Mosset Park, Gordy Connolly, the former Ross County and Dunfermline midfielder who had a spell as coach, first team coach at Ross County. He was manager of Wick Academy and guided the club to North of Scotland Cup success. He was also assistant manager at Rothes a short time ago and I'm delighted to say he's on the line now. Gordon, how are you? I'm fine Ian, yeah. Good, yeah, just like everyone else, bearing up with the goals and the flus that are going about and everything, but no, uh, excited and ready to go. Yes, it's been a whirlwind uh, week for you. Uh, you were announced officially on, on Monday, uh, replacing Charlie Rowley. We spoke to Charlie last week, of course. He had 10 years at the helm um, as Forest Mechanics manager and then stood down after Saturday's game. Uh, talk to us about the, the last uh, couple of days or week or so um, and, the, and the lead up to your appointment and, and yeah, just your excitement about, about the post ahead. Yeah, well, I actually had a chance to return in the summer, but... Um... I just couldn't get everything together, so that kind of fell through. So I kind of took a wee back step, to be honest, staying away from football, and then um, with COVID and everything, it just didn't excite me with the having to change in stands and all those kind of things, and it, it just didn't excite me. And then Craig Levine actually phoned me out of the blue, um, summer asking if I would do scouting work for Brecon City to watch the. The opposition side, so yeah, I agreed to that, and that kind of got me back in the handy grounds and the socialising side of it, and then just you start to think about the football side of it, and then that kind of just spurred me on a wee bit to think, yeah, I've missed this, and I really something is burning inside me to get back to, and uh, actually out of the blue, I was sitting having a beer, and, and I think it was Malaga at the time, and I got the phone call. Right, okay, so. Um things did happen pretty quickly then. I mean, you were you relaxing in Malaga one minute and then the next minute it's Mosset Park. Yes, it was. I taken aback that would have got the call to say that 
would have been interested in it. Yeah, I just left it at that and said that I would speak when I was home as everything was left to them to between Charlie and the club and how it was going and how it developed and um, when I was home uh, taking a, a step forward and then I, I went through to meet them. Now Forest Mechanics are a club that you know well. You've had an association with them in the past as a player manager um, and they're a, they're a, they're a well run club. You're going into um, a good club. You're going back to your old club. Um, what um, you've had your first training session this week on Monday. Um, what like a, the reception you got from the guys? Because they're a good bunch of lads as well. Yeah, I was delighted myself, Brian and Stephen. You're obviously apprehensive going straight into your first training session, but the thing about the three of us, we kind of knew most of the squad anyway. Have worked at this level, the three of us, so. Uh, the pleasing thing that was quite a good uh, youthfulness to the squad too. Um, very short numbers, in fairness. That was a bit of a surprise, but no, it was a it was a good night with a recovery session. We have you to to Wednesday, and um, yeah, they're all getting set uh, forward. To it. Obviously, there's a bit of it's been a hard forty eight hours for them after the departure of Charlie, but. Uh, Yes, yeah, it's, it's a clean slate for everybody, so everybody's welcome back and uh, we'll take it from there, you know. But, um, yeah, couldn't ask for a tougher start. You mentioned there Stephen and Brian, two former Highland League managers uh, themselves. All three of you have got great experience at this level as well. How crucial uh, was it to get those two guys on board as well? Yeah, very crucial. I'm always a great believer in having a strong management team. Uh, in the dugout and on the training field that things are done properly and the respect is there from the players and, and, and it works both ways. So yeah, Brian is, uh, is someone that has uh, been on the radar for a while. Uh, we had lots of good reports with him and speak often to him. And Stephen, well, I worked with Stephen, under Stephen actually at the office. Yeah, um, of course, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I did a good report with Stephen and he had strengths, Brian's got strengths, so I've got strengths, so hopefully, hopefully in the months and years to come that um, we can bring back some silverware, you know, that's obviously got to be the target, you know. Yeah, we spoke about silverware last week with, with Charlie and I was going to ask you what your aim is, of course, everyone, every season, every club's aim is, is to win silverware. Uh, looking at the, the league table though at the moment, um, you'll be aware that there's obviously a real cluster of clubs, if you like, that are they are obviously gunning for for the title, and then just kind of after maybe for Martin Forrest are, are kind of um, best of the rest, if you like. But at the same time, I'm sure the long term aim would be, you know, for yourself to to try and muscle in on those guys at the top. Yeah, definitely. Through time, you know, there's a lot of hard work to to, to be done. But um, in fairness, Charlie's had so many injuries over the past few years that. So had to turn the squad round quite often every season, so that in itself is a hindrance. But um, basically, the immediate is to, to get everybody buying into what we want to do. There's no targets; it's just getting playing with a smile on their face, enjoying it again. There's loads of them have been with Charlie for a long time, and maybe taking their eye off the ball and become a bit stale and. Uh, not mentally as quick and sharp as they were, so we have to turn that round and, as I say, get them to buy into the, the shape that we want to play. And, but there'll be no wholesale changes, you know. And we'll obviously look to strengthen the squad due to numbers, but uh, uh, everybody will get a chance and uh, 
starting on Wednesday that yeah it's, it's up to the players now to put their thoughts into what we want to do and that's your right your, your first game is um, we're, this podcast will go out Thursday morning um, so we won't know the outcome of your of your first match in charge it's up against yeah. your, your former side uh, Rothish yourself and Stephen uh, McDonald were, in, were involved in Rothish um, a, a couple of years back and then you've got uh, Fraserburgh at home on Saturday two you know, obviously, two of the sides that have been going really well in the league this season, uh, but at the same time, you know, it's yeah, they're they're going well, but um, you know, they're there to be got at. Listen, it's a, you couldn't ask for two two harder fixtures. But at the end of the day, looking at the league, lots of teams have improved. The pyramid system has got people thinking, and teams have all improved. I'm not surprised with Rothesa, not in the slightest, and I'm not surprised with Fraserburgh. At the end of the day, it's two markers for me to, 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 to look at the teams we're playing, see how we, we cope with it and, and see where we are. And that's uh, markers for me. Um, we'll be going out to try and win both games, but later tonight, it's really tough. Yeah, there's obviously maybe added excitement too because Stephen was there and I, and I was there, but it doesn't really appeal to me that. Um, we're trying to make Forrest a fortress again. Uh, and that would be what we're trying to do on Wednesday night to go and win again. Yeah, I'm just looking at your um, your your fixture list for November. You've got a trip to your old club, Wick Academy, right at the end of the the, the month as well. Charlie um, said last week that he wanted to to leave the club with um, a place in the next round. They did that. They beat Tariff two uh, one on, on Saturday uh, to get you into the second round. So no doubt that'll um, you know that'll be good for you as well as the months go on, but. Interesting there as well because you obviously you're up against Rothes and, and Fraserburgh. Uh, Fraserburgh still leading the way, but you mentioned earlier on there about scouting for for Brecon City. You know you're not going in. Okay, you've been away from Highland League football for uh, a wee while, but you're not going in um, cold. You've got that experience. Who, who's kind of impressed you this season uh, from the, from the teams you've seen so far? Uh, there's been a few to be honest, but. I must admit, I watched uh, three of them against Nairn and I've seen a different aspect of them. Yeah, I thought in years past they've slipped up in areas where they could have done, yeah, they shouldn't have done, sorry. Um, but I just thought they had a wee bit of something about them this year. Um, and they were very comfortable winners at Nairn and I thought they had a, a bit of arrogance about them. Pace up top and the back four were solid. But you looked at the result last week, Rothfuss have went to... Mm-hmm. And one there, so that just shows you what, what we're up against on Wednesday, you know. But the, both teams have impressed. Um, I haven't really seen Breakin City, although I was working for them. Um, I've seen Nairn, seen a couple of teams. So teams have improved, uh, Ian, and the league's improving, which is good. Uh, Gordy, I wish you all the very best. Great to see you back in the game. Um, and wish you all the very best uh, for the, the coming games and indeed the season ahead at Forest Mechanics. Hi, thank you for that, Ian. I'm sure we'll speak again. Well, a massive thanks to Gordy Connolly for spending some time. Uh, just before we go, let's take a quick look at the fixture list for this weekend. As we mentioned there, of course, it's a tough one uh, for Gordy Connolly in his second game in charge at Forest Mechanics. They're up against the league leaders, Fraserburgh. Brecon City host Lossiemouth. Bucky Thistle are at home to Clark. Fort William head to Devon Vale. Huntley take on Wick Academy, Strathspey Thistle 
are away to Inverurie. Keith take on Brora at Kynock Park. Rothis are up against Fermartin and Nairn County head for Tariff United. As I mentioned right at the start, illness means it's a very short episode of the HFL show this week. We'll be back next week, same place, same time. Enjoy your weekend, wherever the football takes you.